This is the Big Brand Theory Podcast by Blackwood Creative with your host, Ryan Zerfus. And now, here's Ryan. Hey, hey, guys, and welcome back to the Big Brand Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Zerfus. Ryan, um, actually, today I'm the host. Oh, really? Yes. You sure you so, want to do that? Yes. Okay. So, sorry, I'm going to do this part. Um, hello everyone. My name is Anna Laytons. I am executive assistant at Blackwood Creative and today I will be your host at the Big Brand Theory podcast. Today we are talking about LinkedIn with LinkedIn expert in-house at Blackwood Creative, Ryan Zerfus. Ryan, can you introduce yourself? Sure. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the tables have really been turned on me here, but sure. I'll have a go with it. Um, yeah, I'm Ryan Zerfus. I uh, play the role of the VP of customer success here at Blackwood, which we are a digital marketing agency here in Mishawaka, Indiana. Uh, and Oddly enough, well, not oddly, but sort of crazy to think about. I've only been here for almost six months now. So it's, I have to remind myself pretty frequently that like it's only been six months. But those six months have been memorable they, in many ways. They have, yes, in many, many <laughs> ways. They've been good months, real good months. A few things have happened in the world since I started in this position, but uh, makes me even more glad to be on this team to sort of weather the storms that we've been in you know for the last yes. handful of months here you've been resilient through it all we're trying we're trying <laughs> so ryan um i have uh, listened to a couple podcasts that you were the host and, oh boy um i took notes oh something i learned that you do is you ask your guests questions so since i'm filling your shoes today i thought why not um, ask you a question that you can't prepare for so <laughs> that you know we can just get a little taste of my own medicine here yes absolutely um, so I don't think this one will be too difficult for you, but I don't think I know the story. Um, I would like for us all to know what age were you when you decided to grow such a majestic mustache? <laughs> what age was I? Oh, I didn't come out of the womb with this. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I, I, so yes, I do have a very large mustache on my face. Even right now it is tightly curled. Very um, French. Yeah. Yeah. It has a certain style to it. Um, the first time I grew my mustache, um, the first time I ever like learned that I could grow a mustache was my sophomore year of college. It just sort of happened, you know, I was a sort of a, a lazy dude in college, you know, <laughs> like living that college life of, mm -hmm. and so I wasn't really like shaving my face regularly. And so this like thing appeared on my upper lip and I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. So I have this ability. So I didn't really grow it out my sophomore year, but then my junior year of college, one of my roommates, Austin Bontrager, I love that guy. He lives down in Indy now. But uh, he he had a really bad habit of the previous year of skipping way too much class. Like he skipped a lot of class, lot, you know, a lot of his classes. So yeah. going into that, my junior year, I, I sat Austin down and I said, hey, buddy, if you go to class every day, you go to all your classes, I will grow out my mustache, just my mustache as long as you keep doing that. And so he agreed to it, of course, because he already loved my mustache. <laughs> and so uh, 
there you have it. He went to class that entire school year. He never skipped a class that school, entire school year. So, so we have Austin to thank. Yeah. And so I grew out my mustache that entire that entire year of college at Ball State. And uh, that's that's really when it all started. Since then, I've I've grown it out here and there. It comes and goes. It sort of I, I say it has a mind of its own. And uh, it's been but now I've had it for a while. I feel like it's becoming a bit of my a part of my identity. So yeah. I, some I call feel it like branding, it, some call it identity, <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> I think it might be here to stay now, so. Well, I know our clients definitely recognize you better with it. Yeah, so <laughs> that's true. It'll be a shock if you decide to let it go. Yeah, but I, I feel like we'll some see. people might be upset, so I feel that social pressure to keep it. People grow attached to it. It's a weird thing, <laughs> yeah. but it's funny. <laughs> I agree. All right, so let's dive in because we are here to talk about LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. Um, though you're profile picture does display your mustache yeah go check it out ryan surface you can look at my face great love that (laughs) little plug um so for the people who are joining us today that are not super familiar with linkedin to the level that you are familiar with linkedin Mm -hmm. um let's start with the basics what is linkedin (sighs) yeah okay so linkedin as we i think most people know is it's just a, it's a social media channel, just like any other. So it's like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. We, we're all familiar with social media channels. Um, a lot of people view LinkedIn as sort of like the, the professional social media channel. Um, so it's a great place to come to connect with other business professionals. Um, it's a great place to come to market your company. A uh, great place to come to if you're looking for a job, looking for specific opportunities. Um, and, and in general, I think LinkedIn is also just a great place to meet people, uh, which has surprised me uh, ever since I've really gotten active on LinkedIn is I viewed um, more of like Facebook and the other social media channels as more of the place to just like be yourself and meet people and have mm-hmm. fun. Um, but I've been really surprised that LinkedIn is also really great at that. Like I've met wonderful people on LinkedIn and had a lot of fun and connected in a very human way. Um, and so, you know, in a, in a personal way. And so, um, it's great for that as well. So it's a LinkedIn is a place to come to connect, to grow, to learn, like there's plenty of opportunity to learn. It's a place to market yourself and brand yourself. Um, there's so many uses to, I, I am convinced now that there are so many uses of LinkedIn far beyond what I originally thought was yeah. possible. Yeah, I definitely I'm with you there. Like it's a cool um it's a cool platform. Mm-hmm. It's unique and it's been fun to see how it has even developed over these past couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, it, which I, I like that you use the word cool because it's almost like a perception thing. Like in the past, I sort of viewed LinkedIn as sort of like the you know, because it's professional, I viewed it as more of like the stodgy, stoic yep. place where people go like you don't have fun. You just connect for business, but it's not that. I mean, you can do that, sure, but like it's so much more than that. And that's really what surprised me is like LinkedIn is much cooler <laughs> yes. to put it in like young people's turn. You know, <laughs> it is the cool place. I think it's the cool place to be. So absolutely, yeah. and lots to learn and stuff. But we'll get into that as we go. Um, so there, you were talking about just businesses and people in businesses and who you've met. Um, what is, would you say LinkedIn's 
target audience? Who do you think should be on LinkedIn? Mm. I, as an executive assistant, should mm. I be on LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, should everyone in this company be on LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. Who should and shouldn't be there? Like, you know, like what do they want and what do you think it yeah. should be used for? Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. I think, again, most people, I think, have a perception of what kind of people are supposed to be on LinkedIn. I, Of course, there's always going to be people who where it makes the most sense. Like those will be the first people where it's like, oh, yeah, of course you should be on LinkedIn. So like marketers, people that are in sales, I think, you know, a lot of CEOs or executives are on LinkedIn. So it's like those people, it makes the most sense. Um, then it's sort of like all the other people who are like, well, like, what about me? Should I be on here? And I think a lot of people self-select out, you know, and sort of say like, I don't think LinkedIn is for me. I'm not going to spend my time there. Um, But I would really sort of fight against that. Again, something that I've learned since I've really gotten active on LinkedIn is it's a place really for anyone in the working world, uh, which I know is really broad, like, cause that's like most of the world, a lot of people, Um, a lot of people, but I mean, if you're a working person who who wants to connect with more people, wants to grow in your field, you know, if you if you're open to learning, uh, consuming really great content, um, or or like you said, you know, or you know, early like, um, you know, looking for a specific kind of job, or maybe you're wanting to grow into a certain kind of field, um, it's a great place to go. So I think almost anyone should think about being on LinkedIn just because I think it's a great place to learn and grow and make connections with other people. Love it. Yeah, that's cool. So if we are saying that the target audience is every working person in the world, you know, that's <laughs> a so big, big audience. So then I'm guessing some people are listening to this podcast and they're like, Hey, that speaks to me, but I don't have a LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you advise those people? Where should they get started? How do you get started? Uh, on LinkedIn? Yeah, that's a big question. I mean, there's the, there's the obvious places to start, which would be to create an account. Okay. So that's real basic, create an account. Um, and then the first thing that you're going to do when you create your account is you're going to build out a profile. Um, and I think people, that's the part of it where I think some people rush through that or sort of glaze over it real quickly. Um, and that does them a really big disservice. I think you should spend intentional time thinking about how you want to build your profile because people are going to go look at it. They're going to look at your picture. They're going to pay attention to your like headline tagline thing that's next to your name, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. So to be really intentional about building out all the components of your, of your profile. So when you first create an account, I, it's been a while since I've done this, so I don't remember all the steps, but it's going to take you sort of step by step through a process of building that. And so I would say like do all the steps and do them as fully as you can, you know, um, pick a really good profile picture. I think that's very important. Um, if you don't have a professional headshot, I would encourage you to maybe consider getting one. Um, I don't think it's absolutely necessary to have a professional headshot, but, um, at least have a a good photo of mainly just your face, your head, um, in your profile picture. Uh, it shouldn't be a picture of like you and your family or like, something really abstract or random. Um, on LinkedIn, I think people are looking at, at those profile pictures, wanting to see a, a, a pretty polished picture of your your head, your bust, as people yeah. call it, you know, above, above your shoulders. Um, so, and then, you know, you have your cover photo, your banner, your banner, and then there's sort of like the, 
I forget what, like the about me section. There's a place where you can sort of, yeah, the bio, there you go. There's a section where you can put information there. I would say as best as you can, like make your, your, your profile personal, make it about you and what you love and what you're passionate about. Let the words that come out on your profile be genuine to who you are and not like, not like a sales pitch or not, um, not too professional, you know, like not using language that you wouldn't normally, you know, how you would relate to people or interact with them. I'd say the more that the more of you that can come through your profile, the better that will be for people making connections with you. Um, so that's the place to start. And then from there, it's going to have you start to build out your initial connections, which is sort of like, if you're not re- uh, familiar with that, it's like friend requests on Facebook. So you're going to start sending out requests. Um, so I would say from there, just, uh, obviously you're going to start connecting with people you already know. Um, but from there, I'd say start connecting with people that are in fields that you're interested in or the field that you're currently in. Um, it's, it, they have pretty great search features on LinkedIn where you can really target specific groups of people and start friend, sending connection requests. Uh, the only caveat with that is I would say as best you can send personalized messages with your connection requests so that they're not completely random. Just tell the person why you're wanting to connect. Say, hey, you know, I saw your profile, would love to connect with you because you're in such and such field. And I'd love to learn more from that field, that field. And I thought I could learn from you. So, you know, thanks for considering. Um, so send a message. Um, and then, yeah, I think one thing is when you're building your profile, I think it like gives you stars as yes. you're building it, <laughs> which you I don't. want an all-star profile. You want an all-star, <laughs> which is five stars. So as you build your profile, it'll sort of like rank your how built out your profile mm-hmm. is try to hit those five stars do everything you can to hit five stars absolutely so, you know and feel good about it. you know it's like at starbucks you know try to collect those stars <laughs> as best you can i love that yeah and also to that when you were saying um you can find specific people you know at specific companies or schools or whatever if you are in college or if you graduated from college mm-hmm. you can also go to their um the college page yeah the college page yeah yes and so you can find where the alumni are working Mm. which is huge because oftentimes if you've gone to a college or university you know the people um that are currently like as an alumni you're gonna want to help the person that's currently at your alma mater Mm -hmm. so it's exciting to connect with alumni who are oftentimes all over the country or all over the world so that's also a good place to start yeah for uh, sure if you're trying to make connections with people that you don't know but have something in common with because having an alma mater in common um is a is a significant thing to have in common yeah and and one thing from that just real quick is um I think LinkedIn, even if you're, I would say maybe even in high school, you can consider having a LinkedIn. I think younger than that, it's not the right place. But if you're, you know, especially like a junior and senior and you're mature and you're serious about growing in the things that you're passionate about and growing as a professional, I'd say there's no reason why you shouldn't be on LinkedIn, you know, even as as a 17 or 18 year old. Um, Again, it is a professional platform. So you need to keep that in mind. You're not going to do all the normal things that you might do with people your age on other social media ch- platforms, but uh, it could be a great place for you. Lots to learn. Yeah. Now that we covered how to get started on LinkedIn, 
you definitely are past the starting point. Yeah, I guess a uh, little bit. I think we could say you have that all-star profile and, and beyond. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> that's, that's why we switched the roles today. You know, we needed to hear from you on this. So I would like to hear from you. What got you so excited about LinkedIn and why mm-hmm. are you a frequent user of LinkedIn? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, I first got into LinkedIn because of this job, right? It was sort of a part of the job. Okay. Um, so I, I got into it basically out of necessity to start. Um, I'm in a sales position. LinkedIn is, a, and I'm a, beyond even just sales, I'm in a B2B sales position. So LinkedIn is, and we might talk about this more later, I don't know, but um, you know, LinkedIn is definitely the place to be in my position. So Kyle, our, you know, our CEO said, Hey, you should be on LinkedIn. You should be active there. So I started, um, well, lo and behold, not too long into it. I've, I quickly discovered like, this is awesome. I love it. <laughs> like it, it was great. Um, I just immediately saw, started to see so much benefit from being on the platform. And what I think I quickly learned is it is definitely a platform that I believe rewards people for more engagement. So the more active, the more active you can be on LinkedIn, not saying spend your whole day on it. Cause I don't do that either. That would be obviously be a bad use of my time. Um, but the more time I'm able and engagement, I'm able to devote to LinkedIn, the more it's going to re- sort of feedback and reward me. Um, I think some people approach LinkedIn where they just come on maybe once a week or once a month and they throw a post up and then they leave and they're, they're not engaging with the platform. They're not engaging with their connections at all. And because of that, they're probably not really getting anything out of it. So for me, that's what I saw is I, I was seeing so much benefit from being active daily. That was the main thing, to be active daily. For me, I don't count the weekends. I take the weekends off and I view LinkedIn as a part of my job. So I disengage most of the time over the weekends, but Monday through Friday, every day I'm on LinkedIn. Um, and so now I love it. I love it. It's where I connect with people. It's where I learn a lot. I'm challenged in sort of my thoughts, my, my thinking um, by other people's posts. Um, I'm open, you know, my, my mind is open to other opportunities as far as just like learning and growing. Um, yeah. And it's just an awesome place. Like I said, to meet people I, I'm, and it helps that I'm very extroverted. So, <laughs> you know, I, I love that anyways, but like a place where I can build out connections and truly feel like I am getting to know people and they're getting to know me. Virtually that then can also become in person. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I've had, um, I've had in-person appointments come straight from LinkedIn. Someone that I met on LinkedIn, like that, that relationship originated there, transform into actually meeting them in person. I love so that's, it. That's, that's pretty good cool. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Building those real relationships that can then really grow into, you know, a, a business relationship mm-hmm. or sometimes, you know, or just friendship. Yeah. Become, become good friends. Um, and so something you were mentioning is daily content and that's Mm -hmm. quite the commitment. I've seen that you tend to push out content, as you said, Mm -hmm. daily. Um, and then you have some rhythms in your daily content. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we see things as mention, mention someone. Meet Monday. Monday. Meet Monday. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then thankful Thursday. I think Uh I can get that one correctly. Uh Can you tell us about your I think it's daily, correct? Yeah. Daily content. Can you it tell is. us about your content schedule or what kinds of things you put out there? Yeah. So, um, 
like I said, I, I don't include the weekends for me. That was a personal decision. Not everyone has to do that. You can either post on the weekends or there's tools that can automate posts for you. So if you want to like schedule it during the week so that you're not like working during, you know, however you want to handle it. I just decided for me, I'll disengage on the weekend and that's okay. It's not going to hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> but, uh, but I do post Monday through Friday. And the way that I approach that is because I think from the outset for a lot of people, they might look at that and like you were saying, think like, that sounds like a lot, mm -hmm. like that's going to take a lot of <laughs> effort day. from me, you know, <laughs> every day to come up with a post. And sometimes it is, but what I found helpful is to have, have sort of a, a planned, uh, schedule and a rhythm. So my, I, I post at least once a day mm -hmm. and I follow the same pattern every week. So on, and they're all hashtag related, like you said. So, um, Mondays it's meet Monday. Tuesdays, it's Topical Tuesday. Wednesdays, it's Wonderful Wednesday. And then Thankful Thursdays and then Funny Fridays. And so at a baseline, I know that I'm going to do those five posts each week. So I can plan if I want to, even ahead of time, po like I can plan a post out. Um, but at least I have a mi like my mind set on like the kind of content that I'm going to put out each day, which is really helpful. I still have to like come up with the post it takes time it's not like the snap of a finger and it's done and for months on end mm -hmm. that's not how it works but um but it's been super helpful and like i said like because the platform i think rewards people for being more active to have a plan to be more active and to make it as easy as you can on yourself i think is a good thing so that's what i try to do and now to be honest i some days i post two or three times which may, I don't know if that's overboard at this point, but, <laughs> but I love the platform so much that I found it beneficial to engage even multiple times a day. So, you know, there's different ways to go about it. And, and what I do is by no means like the end all be all, there's lots of different ways you could go about being active on LinkedIn, um, and posting regular content. Um, but you just have to find what works best for you. Come up with a, I think the main thing out of this is come up with a plan that's going to help you do it and stick to it. And that's going to be true to who you are as a person. That's great stuff. I, um, yeah, I love it. I think definitely the rhythms would help because you're not coming up with something all the way from scratch, but right. you kind of just have to think, okay, it's meet Monday. Who do I want my followers to meet? Yeah. Um, yeah. something I also think that's cool that comes with frequent content is that people can kind of depend on it. They're kind of expecting, you know, to read something from you. Mm -hmm. And so maybe they'll even visit your profile to see, Hey, yeah, what I wonder post? what he posted for meet <laughs> Monday or was I featured? You know, they, <laughs> th I guess they'll never know. Um, until they go and look at your profile mm -hmm. or kind of check it out and keep up to date with it. Yeah. I like it. People can kind of expect what's coming. And then also it's something you were mentioning is topical Tuesday. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. And so, that can bring some cool conversation. Somebody may respond to that mm -hmm. with like, oh, actually, I think it's more this way. Have you had that from LinkedIn? Have you had conversations with people from like the posts that you've created? Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, I, I'd say my following is <laughs> is not like big enough yet to where I have like a ton of engagement on my posts where it's like back and forth and back and forth conversations. Um, but I do follow people that have large connection bases that mm -hmm. do have that. So I guess that sort of springs into another thing to think about with LinkedIn is it's not a place to just post content. 
that's a great thing to do. But to really take advantage of the platform, I would encourage people to also be engaged with other people's content. Um, whether that's local people or, or, or big influencers in our country or people that are at the top of the industry you're interested in, follow them and engage in their content. And, and yes, from those things, especially I have gotten in back and forth conversations with people. I've even had conversations morph into direct messages, conversations back and forth. So yeah, definitely a place where you can have conversation and on my, I've had some of that on my posts. Yeah. People Mm -hmm. comment and you know, uh, I try my best to, to respond to everyone that, you know, comments on my posts. Um, sometimes, you know, I've, Sometimes things fall through the crack a little bit, but I try my best to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, Topical Tuesday works really well for that because that gives me the freedom to talk about any topic. It could be something internal to our team. It could be something about marketing and branding. It could be just something about the business world. It could be whatever I want. Yeah. And that's the nice thing too about the structure that I've given myself is there is structure, but there is still a lot of creative freedom mm-hmm. in what I do and how I post it. So that's great. Yeah, it's worked well. I always enjoy seeing your <laughs> Thanks, <stuff>. Anna. <laughs> Keep it up, Anna. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> um, so you mentioned you're a sales guy. Yeah. You know, you work for Blackwood and um, your position is to find customers and continue to uh, keep in touch with uh, the clients that mm-hmm. we have at Blackwood. How do you see LinkedIn being used as a salesperson, yeah, um, and how do how would you encourage other salespeople to use LinkedIn? Yeah, um, I would say uh, the first thing is that as a salesperson, it can be tempting to be too aggressive on a platform like LinkedIn, where in your brain you sort of think like, well, I'm here to make sales, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to sort of hard sell everyone all the time. That is not the right approach on LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn, people still want personal connections. They, they want to feel like they're connecting with a human before they're sold to, you know? Yes. So I would say first thing for a salesperson to consider um, is, is the way you're approaching the platform. Are you being intentional? Are you being personal? Or are you just constantly bombarding people with sales pitches? I would say ease up a bit. Use the platform to do more than just that. Connect with people. Like I said, like spend the time connecting with people, getting to know others, um, and, and and build some relationships and connections with people before you get into sales, direct sales. You know what I mean? So like, I, I there have been certain people who have connected with me, and then almost right off the bat, they send a sales pitch message right yeah and i think there's no relationship yet yeah i think most people on linkedin have experienced that and we all know it's less than ideal (laughs) (laughs) a lot of times we just ignore it or Uh don't respond um so it's not the right way to use the tool uh get to know people you can and and the same thing equates to your posts um don't always just be posting stuff about what you sell and what you do and why people should use it. You can do that from time to time. You can mix it into your content, but I would encourage you to, to do more. Give away valuable free content, give away knowledge, or just post things that are post, that are that are personal, right? Uh, I, I am connected to some people who it's like th- almost all of their posts are always salesy in nature. And after a while, I just sort of, I, I haven't like, 
unfriended you know unconnected with them but after a while i just sort of ignore i just you know scroll through their posts and when i see it in my feed because it's like well more of the same like i know what they're gonna say so i would just encourage you to not do that um and then when it comes to um the type of sales that you're in b so there's b2b you know business to business or there's b2c business to customer consumer um i would say it can work for everyone but linkedin is definitely the best for b2b um the platform is geared towards b2b um so if you're a b2b salesman like you're in that world and you're in sales uh you should definitely be on linkedin 100 no question get on linkedin be active and see what happens i it's awesome if you're in b2c uh and in sales i would say not that you shouldn't be on linkedin you should you should still be on linkedin but it, it I think it will impact the bottom line of your sales probably a little less than it would on the B2B side. Um, So, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, definitely I agree with you in that if it's just always the same and always professional and always selling and the same tone of voice, it kind of becomes just noise, you know, noise on your feed and it doesn't jump out anymore. I think also... What I find uh, on LinkedIn, personally, I have a LinkedIn and I love LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, the kind of person that is posting daily, which I'm thinking maybe I need to be thinking (laughs) about that, you know, but we'll see. You could do it, (laughs) Ana. Thank you for your encouragement. Um, But yeah, something that I also love about LinkedIn, how I use it personally, is you can learn so much from Mm -hmm. it. I mean, you can connect with CEOs of companies. You know, if you're, Mm -hmm. you're a salesperson, you can connect with other salespeople and so many people are putting so much good stuff on there that you can learn from and it's free yep i mean you're just you know you're Mm -hmm. reading through your feet and it's all actual good content Mm -hmm. people are posting whole stories of what they've experienced today and how they've dealt with it and how you can do that in your company or in your life yep Uh, i mean just real stuff you can learn from and Again, it's free. Like it's just a cool <laughs> resource. Yeah. Even if you're not the kind of person to post stuff and get a whole following and get people excited about who you are and your branding, if that's not something you need, mm-hmm. maybe you're not a salesperson and that's just not something you're looking for, you can learn so much and connect with valuable people yeah. um, on a valuable platform. Yeah. So I love it. How do you, because I have seen a lot that you brand yourself like mm-hmm. you know you have some personal branding going on on your linkedin mm-hmm. you share about your wife or your daughter um or about what arguments we're having in the office um <laughs> yeah. i'll just say dark it's, chocolate is better than white uh, chocolate. i i'm right there with you Anna. <laughs> that that's a no contest yes well it wasn't it was definitely in the in, in the, the office, office it was yeah. a little bit of a little bit of a talk going on here <laughs> you know we settled that debate on linkedin so that mm-hmm. was fun um how do you see that? Like, do you see that as personal branding? Is that just, mm-hmm. you know, you being you and you don't think about it too much? Or have you kind of decided like, hey, I want the people to know where I work and mm-hmm. uh, what culture we have. Uh, yeah. Do you think, do you see that more as personal branding or do you see that as Blackwood branding itself and you being a yeah. part of Blackwood? How do you go about that? Like, how do you yeah. go about personal or business branding yeah. within LinkedIn? So I think there it's both. I think there's, and that's another thing that I've learned now that I've been on this platform for, it's only been about six months, but, um, I've been very active, so it feels like a long time. Um, (laughs) many posts. Yeah. Many posts in that time. But, um, yeah, 
I see it as both. Uh, that's what I've you know learned that being at Blackwood and also sort of branding myself is it's a tool to obviously brand the company that with, and you should be doing branding and marketing your company using the tool. I mean, if you're with a business and you're on LinkedIn, you should be doing that just to mm-hmm. the goodwill of your company. Um, you know, so it's a great opportunity for that to be talking about things happening in your company. Like you said, culture stuff that's happening in your company, fun things that are going on, or it could even be more direct about like products and services you have or new initiatives or, you know, whatever it is. So that's all good stuff. But what I've also been seeing and what I've learned a lot about is there's a huge potential for personal branding on LinkedIn. And that's, that's what's Mm. caught me off guard is and it stems all the way back from when i was you know talking about co- uh, your profile creation yeah it should be you like it should be you coming through your profile and through uh your linkedin experience um people should genuinely be getting to know anna when they interact with you over linkedin and so that's a lot of personal br- there's a lot of opportunity there to brand yourself in the community and that's been the really cool part of this process for me is as I've grown in my position and I've grown on LinkedIn, uh, I've seen the power even here locally in the community of people knowing Ryan Zerfus and sort of my <laughs> brand, my flavor because of experiencing me on LinkedIn. With the mustache. Yeah. Well, which, and the mustache <laughs> is a part of the package yeah. for sure. But and, those things, you, you know, those things should come through. You know, are you a quirky person? Are you are you a very serious person? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, do you, are you a very humorous? You know, w- whatever it is, those things should come through and you should be building that personal brand. And, and I think the cool thing about that is that you have the opportunity to not only brand your company and, and market it, which is great, but you also have the ability to do it for yourself, which gives you maybe future opportunities that you never knew about. Um, you know, what happens if five years from now you're not with your current company? Mm-hmm. Well, the cool thing is, is LinkedIn, if you're really active on LinkedIn, you might be giving yourself future opportunities that you never even knew were possible right now because of the the network that you're creating and the content that you're putting out there and people seeing you as credible and a great source of valuable content what happens when you're out of the job or or you're just moving on and and you're looking and you know maybe someone's like hey like you've been putting out incredible content for years and I, i i love what you do i love you as a person like what you you your high integrity or you're very proficient in what you do let's talk about like i have an opportunity let's talk about you know like those things can happen so that's sort of the opportunity i've seen is like on the personal branding side, it goes beyond just your company. It it really can be a lot about you as a person and growing like Ryan and growing Anna. Like, mm-hmm. so a uh, lot of personal, and I think there's more that we could even talk about there. There's lots on the personal branding side that I think is at play on LinkedIn um, that I would encourage people to like lean into and really take advantage of because uh, I think it's a big opportunity. That's good stuff. And that goes beyond LinkedIn. I'd say even we talk about that at Blackwood as marketing as a whole, telling your story is mm-hmm. the biggest part, right? Mm-hmm. Like even if you're selling, whether it's a product or a service that you're selling, whatever it is that your company is doing, mm-hmm. um, ultimately you're selling a story, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think you can do that on LinkedIn as well. Yeah. If you sell your personal story. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
you're you're really giving me stuff to think about. I think <laughs> yeah. I need to take a good look at my profile again. <laughs> Definitely. And that re- <laughs> that reminds me of of one last thing that I w- that I was thinking about is um sort of how LinkedIn I feel like is morphing a little bit in you know telling your story and being mo- more personal. I think LinkedIn is becoming more and more of a personal platform where people feel comfortable being more themselves and maybe a little less per- like buttoned up and professional Mm -hmm. um so i've noticed and i i don't know if this is a holistic trend or not but i've noticed more people posting more personal things they'll still mix in obviously very professional and business related stuff but i've seen an uptick in the amount of people posting even just funny things on linkedin you know humor you know whether it's memes or just funny little videos or or just something, a little quip that's really funny. Um, I've noticed that a lot more. And I don't think LinkedIn should come, become a place where, like, that's all you ever see and it's just, like, a, a gag tool. You know, or, like, it's just silly stuff all the time. But I think why we see that happening is because people see the power of connecting with people as people, as individuals, and that really business flows out of people getting to know people yeah real human connections yeah and you're a person who has your own personality and thoughts and desires and your sense of humor and so like (laughs) for me to actually know you and to do business with you would be to get to know those things so that's why i think we see that coming out more and more on linkedin it's almost like linkedin is changing its own culture or maybe the people who are using linkedin linkedin are changing that culture it's kind of like a business's culture you know as we have at blackwood Mm -hmm. where we do work and we work hard to excel at what we do for our clients but then also we pull out some nerf guns sometimes (laughs) and have a good time you know or talk about how our weekend was and i think that creates a healthy atmosphere in the job Mm -hmm. Uh, and maybe that also is creating a healthy atmosphere on linkedin of like hey I'm Ryan and I work for Blackwood, but I also love my family and mm-hmm. this is what I care about. Yeah. I think that's important. As you say, human connection is what uh, that those networking type of things are built on. And so continuing that over LinkedIn, uh, that would, that would yeah. seems like a logical, logical step. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Good stuff. So, I mean, there's so much I feel like we can unpack with LinkedIn. I feel yeah. like there's so many different... Um, things about LinkedIn that are interesting to talk, talk about and learn from. Yeah. Um, thanks for just sharing some of <laughs> your wisdom with us. Yeah. Thanks um, for being the host today. Oh yes. <laughs> it's a big Taking role. It's, I know it's a big role to <laughs> fill. So high pressure. I mean, <laughs> I have big shoes to fill. Hey, absolutely. five stars. If you were a LinkedIn profile, I'd be giving you five stars well, right geez. now. Thanks <laughs> coming from you. That means a lot. Um, something I also taken away from your, um, episodes is you ask people what like a takeaway is and Mm -hmm. i find that helpful so i want to ask it from you what is one thing people should you know this podcast is about to come to an end yeah and then what should they do like they should be going to their linkedin profile probably (laughs) but then what should they be doing yeah that's a hard question in that it's not going to be universal i think for everyone so like you said first off if you don't have a linkedin i would highly recommend or encourage you to consider having a linkedin start an account um from there uh it really depends on what your current activity is on linkedin and i would just say uh what's what's the next best step for you as far as how can you further engage with the tool because i i 
I fully believe that that LinkedIn is an incredible platform and tool to take advantage of. And I'm more and more learning all the different ways that I can. And I'm sure there's tons of things that I'm not doing yet that I could be doing and hopefully will be doing someday. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I'm on that road too. So I think for you, it's really thinking like, how am I currently engaging with the the platform? And maybe what's that one next thing I could, you know, make it manageable. What's that one next thing? So maybe if, maybe if you're only posting once a week, think about what would it be like to post every day, you know, Monday through Friday, every week, what would that take? You know? And, and like I said earlier, I think if you can come up with a plan for, the kind of content you maybe post Monday through Friday, that'll be really helpful. Make it as simple for yourself as you can. Um, I think another thing too is just engage with people. Like that's the tool, that's the platform. It's about people. So as best as you can, like build meaningful connections and send actual heartfelt, thoughtful messages that display who you are and what you think and care about. Um, and, and you know, when you're commenting on people's posts, like, engage with them as a person, um, and what you actually think. Um, so yeah, like I said, it, I don't think there's any one answer for everyone. Yeah. Everybody's Um, at a different starting point. You know, so you got to figure out what's that next step that I could take, but I I think the sky's the limit with LinkedIn. So I think Mm -hmm. probably for all people, there's at least one other thing you could be doing. So figure out what that thing is and then make it manageable and, and do it. Yeah. That's my takeaway from all that you're you're saying would be, you know, it's a business to business platform, but you keep talking about human to human connections, like mm-hmm. build real connections. So um, on that note, yeah. we will um, we will end it here so that you can go and make those connections with people, <laughs> build your network. Yeah, actually, you're reminding me, I have one more post to do today. So, I, I you know, I have, I have some left that I need to get done. <laughs> All right, people, thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to the Big Brand Theory podcast uh, today about LinkedIn. And thanks to our guest, Ryan Zerfis. Ah, No problem. And as Ryan always says, you stay toasty.